Welcome to Transition of Style, the podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and gender identity meet with host Phil, a.k.a. Curran. Transition of Style is produced by Fashion Consort with music provided by Sarah FM and is sponsored by QueerCut, a radically inclusive shopping platform and queer community. Hello, hello, and welcome back to TOS Check-In. Uh, TOS Check-In, for those of you who have not listened or don't know, is our alternative format during the time of the coronavirus pandemic, where we check in with members of the community just to see how they're doing, see how they're faring, seeing how they're staying sane. And today I have with me Megan Picuro. Megan, how are you doing? Hey there, I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there, you know? Wonderful, wonderful. Can you tell the TOS audience a little bit about you? Yeah, so currently I am enrolled in a graduate uh, program at Parsons uh, Fashion Management MPS, and I'm also uh, a marketer and a brander in um, the cosmetics industry and a queer activist. Okay, that's great. Can you tell me a little bit about your queer activism? That's awesome. Sure. So for the past, I would say seven years, I've been involved with an organization called the Pride Center of New Jersey. And I've been on the board of trustees. This year is the first year I'm not on the board because I wanted to pursue a master's degree. So I needed some extra time for myself, but I have been involved in their marketing. I used to run the youth program there for about five years. I ran the youth drop-in that they have there. It's a great space for kids just sort of coming into themselves, especially uh, trans kids. It's, it's an excellent resource. So I recommend anybody in the New Jersey area who knows anybody between the ages of 13 and 18, this is a great resource for them. It's located in Highland Park, New Jersey. That's fantastic. So let me ask you, what are you doing right now to stay sane during this pandemic? We're all sheltering in place. Are you working from home? Are you, are you staying in while you're in the program? So <laughs> I am working from home. I'm very lucky. I feel very privileged to even have a job still right now. I'm working from home. I'm doing my best. So I work in the beauty industry. And right now I'm working for a small luxury nail polish and body care company. And we've been affected by coronavirus ever since January, actually the end of December, January. So we started seeing some problems happening in China and then eventually into Italy. So, and now it's hit us. So I am working from home. However, I do stop into the office about once a week just to pick up some packages. I put on my gear, my gloves, my face mask, and I go in, I get my packages and I come home and I do what I need to. So that's really cool. Yeah, I'm just, I'm doing school from home. Luckily this semester, the professors have created for us just this really excellent platform of podcasts and uh, video lectures. And then we do live session lectures. So that's kind of nice. It makes me feel more in touch with what's going on at Parsons. And then I'm just trying to make sure I leave the house sometimes and take pictures and, and work on my own brand. And I've also discovered TikTok. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's incredible. So it, it's shocking me to hear that you had some experience with this pandemic even before it, it came here. Can you speak a little bit more about like what your experience was with, with it and how it was affecting you before it started affecting us here? Yeah. So right now I'm working for a nail polish company. So we're getting ready for holiday and some of the holiday packaging we use comes from China. 
And I was in the middle of sourcing sort of luxury boxes, as well as specialty glass and other items that we would get from China for holiday because the consumer's looking for that lower price point. I was getting feedback from these Chinese companies that, oh, I'm so sorry, I haven't gotten back to you right now. People are getting sick in our warehouse, in our factory. And then right after Chinese New Year, basically China stayed closed for longer and just tons of feedback from Chinese companies saying, sorry, we can't get what you need. We can't get back to you. We're shut down. You know, we don't know what the timing situation is going to be. And then it hit Italy and we get all of our, basically our normal glass components for the nail polish from Italy. So <laughs> we're waiting on a, like 200,000 bottles that can't even be produced right now because factories are all shut down. Once you saw that happening, were you thinking the writing was on the wall for us? And like, it oh was, yeah. So you were like, oh my God, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's, wow. I, I, I just figured like, there's no way that this, this isn't going to at least affect our supply chain in general. I didn't know how widespread the pandemic would be in the U.S., people getting sick-wise, but I did know it was going to affect basically holiday in the cosmetics industry, probably fashion industry as well. But I I just knew, um, especially because I deal with companies like Ulta, and they were sending out basically surveys saying, has your supply chain been affected? Even before our country was shut down. Did you ever expect it to be like, we're going to be sheltering in place, we're going to be quarantining, we weren't going to be wearing masks. Did you ever expect it to be like this? No, (laughs) this is out of some, you know, dystopian novel. (laughs) Um, It just feels totally bizarre and unnatural to me. For a minute there, in the beginning, I was feeling trapped. And I think I've adapted now at this point, but I was feeling very depressed and very trapped. And I sort of couldn't get out of my own way at first. And I was eating like crazy and I was drinking a little too much. And thankfully I've come out of that, but yeah. I would agree that the settling in period for everyone was pretty hard and we were all doing a little bit of <laughs> too much of something mm-hmm. to try to cope. So, I mean, we all have to sort of like give ourselves a break in that because this is not something that we were ever used to and it's been taking some time to to sort of settle into it. I, I think we're getting a little better at that now, you know, obviously it depends on um, who you are and everyone deals with it in their way. So let me ask you, what do you miss most about life before quarantining? I miss going out to eat. I miss going on dates outside. Right now, I think I realize even more than going out to eat, I miss going to the park. You can't even go to the park. I can't go. I do roller derby and I can't even go outside and practice because there's nowhere to go. Yeah. So yes. and the parks that. have been yeah, the parks have been a little hard to deal with for some people. I've heard of people going to parks and deciding they can't be there because people are not keeping their distance there. I'm in Jersey and all the parks here are closed. They won't let you on the beach, they won't let you in the parks. Phil Murphy's no joke, huh? You shut it down. <laughs> yeah, you shut it down. <laughs> shut it shut down. It down. Yeah, well he's doing I think he's doing what he felt like he had to do, you know. Yeah. We know what you miss, but like what are you doing to stay connected? What are you doing to keep yourself in touch with the outside world right now? So (laughs) my partner just had a birthday. And what we did is we had some neighbors over in the backyard and we had an outdoor movie night. 
we all stayed far apart from one another and everybody could use the bathrooms at their own houses and all that stuff. But we just kind of put the screen up in the backyard and, and we actually watched the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. That's a cool thing to do. Wow. Yeah. It was fun. I, I live in a town, like a walking town. I live in Highland park. There's a lot of academics here. Luckily there's a lot of queer people here. So when you walk down the street, you're seeing a lot of queer people out. So that's nice. And just kind of talking to people at a distance. It's helping. Uh, I love that. So what are you wearing? What is your quarantine style? Not when you're going to the office to pick up the packages and do that. Mm -hmm. But while you're home, what does your quarantine style look like? Is, is it some version of the pajama or a muumuu? What are you wearing? Oh, my God. It's totally <laughs> embarrassing. I will not wear my pajamas all day because I feel really gross about that. I at least make myself either put on a pair of jeans and sort of a long sleeve t-shirt. So I'm wearing this like tie-dye-esque Metallica t-shirt or like some random fishing long sleeve t-shirt. Like I'm going like uber dyke on my quarantine at home. And then sometimes I just wear workout gear. Yeah. So like hopefully maybe I'll exercise, you know, wishful thinking mostly, but. Do you think it's going to change what you wear when the quarantine's over? Do you think your style somehow will change because of this? Because now you're like, you know, tie-dye Metallica shirt, like, <laughs> is this going to be your new normal? Like, what's going to, what do you think is going to happen with your clothing? Well, temporarily, I do think it'll change because I don't think any of my, like, nice clothes will fit me because I've been overeating a little. And, Welcome to my life. <laughs> and I haven't really been working out all that much, but I actually am thinking about what I'm going to be wearing when quarantine is over. I don't know that my clothes will really change, but I think I used to do my hair and makeup every single day. It was super important to me. I strained my hair and I put on like probably way too much makeup. And now I'm thinking, nah, I don't think I'm really going to do my hair anymore. And I don't know how much makeup I'm going to put on. And why do you think that's changed? I guess I was so used to putting makeup on every day that it, it almost was like, here's my mask I put on. So I can go into the world and be this person. And now I haven't had the mask on for months now. It's going on two months, I right. think. And in fact, wearing a different mask. Right? And I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing sort of. <laughs> yeah, wearing some facial covering. Exactly. I'm wearing bandanas and stuff now. And I actually feel like I want to strip myself down more and be more authentic and more honest than before. Because wow. I feel what? like I've been so separate from everything that I just want to connect more authentically. Wow. And do you think that that's because of the pandemic? Yeah, I think it's really shown me little things that matter to me that I didn't necessarily know mattered to me. And um, authenticity and truth and honesty, real connection matters to me more than covering the blemishes on my face and hiding myself. Yeah, I want to be queerer than ever. I want to show who I am more than ever. I just want to be out in the world and not trapped in a house. That's incredible. I feel like I haven't heard an answer like that. That's really incredible. I love that. <laughs> I love that you're like, this has really made me decide I don't need to walk into the world with a mask on. I mean, you know, with the, the mask yeah. of makeup. And now I just want to be about like connection. I want to see more people doing that out in the world after this pandemic. And I hope that, that more people adopt that. That's really so. great. Yeah. So what do you think are the three things you couldn't live without under quarantine? What are your three top things? Seltzer. 
I can't live without seltzer. I love, I love me some <laughs> That's seltzer. an interesting one. <laughs> my laptop. Yeah. And probably my partner. Yeah. Because right. she is keeping me sane through this. Yeah, You're lucky. A, You're lucky to have that. That's I'm great. so lucky. I mean, she's a therapist, so it drives me crazy a little bit because, <laughs> you know, she'll try to like analyze every little thing. And then I'll be like, can you not therapize me right now? You don't have to fix it. <laughs> she's like, I'm used to doing that. Yeah. Break. It's what I do. <laughs> but it is nice. It is yeah. nice to be able to talk to somebody who, who like is so used to breaking things down. And she really keeps me sane. Were you guys already living together or did you start to shelter in place together before the quarantine? We were already living together, but honestly, the quarantine has even brought us closer. And she has two kids, 13 and 11. And I wow. feel like when we got together at first, I was nervous because I was like, I don't know what, how much of a kid person I am. You know, if I can be like a role model or like an adult in their lives and and I think this quarantine has really shown me that I can be that person and I do care about them and I feel even closer to them. So, wow. so the quarantine has brought on some good things. I for see me. that. Yeah. I was just about to say, I'm like, I really want to point that out. That's incredible because there's so many people struggling with it in many different ways and it's lending gifts for, for people here and there. And it's kind of beautiful to see. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's definitely a blessing. And I do really feel blessed because I know a lot of people are struggling way more than I am. And yeah. I feel for them. I really do. Yeah, it is hard to watch. And the thing is, it's like, all we can do is try to be there for our friends and our family as best we can check in with them. So many people that we think are fine, and we don't know, we're not hearing from them. So we assume they're okay. Please just like drop in by text or, you know, plan a little FaceTime or Google mm -hmm. Hangout with them. Make sure people are doing okay. Because People are struggling without us even realizing it. Megan, thank you so much for being with us today. This is really awesome. I love what you said about authenticity and walking into the world as your true self after this pandemic, because it made you realize, you know what? I want to move forward authentically and connect authentically. Thank you so much for that today. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. For you and your partner, please stay safe and healthy. Thanks. You too. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Transition of Style. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on our show page at transitionofstyle.com for more information and follow us to share in the conversation on Instagram at transitionofstyle. 